In the gospel of today's Mass, that of the votive Mass of the Blessed Sacrament, we read in the gospel, Thy fathers did eat manna in the desert. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. In the time of St. Charles Borromeo, that is about the 1500s, a pestilence ravaged the city. And a certain man in a hospital, it was called St. Gregory's Hospital, was infected with this disease and was soon in his last hours of life. Now in this state, more dead than alive, in fact the, the medical staff actually thought he was dead, and in that state he was carried to a place where all the dead bodies of those who had this disease were thrown before being buried. Being just barely alive, he spent the whole night beneath dead bodies, and it was a horrible situation. And the next morning, he heard the tinkling of a bell being run, rung, announcing that the priest was going to the hospital to carry viaticum to the sick. And with the greatest difficulty, and with all the strength he had, this man pulled himself out of that pile of dead bodies, crawled to the feet of the priest carrying the Holy Viaticum, and begged for Holy Communion. The priest, of course being moved with compassion, who wouldn't be, gave him Holy Communion. And the man fell down onto the ground again, with prayer on his lips and our Lord in his heart, for that's what viaticum is, he expired a peaceful death. He had expended the very last ounce of energy that his body had to go and receive Holy Communion. And it was the very sweetest of his life. Now only a deep faith in our Lord's real presence can lead to such heroic efforts. Faith is not vision. Faith is to take God's word that something is true. Faith only becomes vision in heaven. And perhaps the single greatest mystery of faith is that of the Holy Eucharist, that sacrament which is upon our altar today. For we see in this sacrament only the species, the accidents of bread and wine, yet we believe with a very lively faith that Jesus Christ himself is truly and substantially present in the Holy Eucharist. We firmly believe it. It is not a mere opinion. We firmly believe it because our Lord has said, This is my body. And elsewhere, He that eateth my flesh shall have life everlasting. And so too, we believe that Holy Communion is the heavenly food which nourishes our souls. In the Old Testament, when the Jews were wandering the desert without food, 
God made manna to rain down from heaven miraculously. And this bread gave nourishment to the body, of course, but it also brought joy to those who partook of it, a great joy. But perhaps the most remarkable quality of the Old Testament manna is that this food accommodated itself to the taste and to the wishes of the one who ate it. It tasted different from one person to another, depending upon their tastes, their wishes, and their likes. So the first property of that manna was to nourish their bodies so that they could complete their wandering through the desert. So also the, the grace which is contained in the Holy Eucharist preserves the life of the soul. We all know that. But like the manna, which was turned to what every man liked, so the life that Christ gives us in Holy Communion is all of his life that passes into our souls. This life helps us to practice all the virtues that he practiced in his different states of life, and it sheds within us the special grace that he merited for us when living each and every mystery of his life. Some sort of explanation may be helpful here. In the Holy Eucharist, we believe that there is found only the glorious, the glorified body of our Lord Jesus Christ, such as it is present in heaven, and not such as it was, for example, in the crib in Bethlehem. But when the Father, God the Father, looks upon his Son Jesus in heaven, he sees in one glance, the one who lived 33 years on earth for us and sees all of the mysteries that our Lord lived and performed on earth, and he sees all of the merits of the life of Christ on earth. He sees, as one author puts it, the glory that this Son gave to God the Father in each mystery of his life. In other words, in that one single glance of the Father to his Son in heaven, he beholds each mystery of our Lord's life. In one glance he sees our Lord's birth, his death, his resurrection. And though, although we received the glorified body in Holy Communion, we should also remember it is Jesus, born of Mary, whom we receive. It is Jesus who dwelled in Nazareth, who preached to the Jews. It is the Good Samaritan, as he, is, as he portrayed himself in the Gospels. It is he who delivered Magdalene from the life of sin. It is he who, when he became tired, slept in the ship upon the sea. And when he was awakened, said to the, the waves, Peace, be still. And there was a great calm. 
It is he who was in anguish in the garden of Gethsemane, who was crucified and who rose again from the dead. One priest says, all these states of life of Jesus are given to us in Holy Communion with all of their merits, their spirit, and their virtues. So, if you're looking for a way, a method, to excite greater fervor in your Holy Communions, I recommend this one. To contemplate our Lord and to speak with Him in any one of the mysteries of His life. Today, as you approach the communion rail, according to your liking, you can adore Him as He is now in heaven, or you can adore Him, the Incarnate Word, as Our Lady did at the Incarnation, and with her say, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to Thy Word. Or you can adore Him in the stable at His birth in Bethlehem as the shepherds and magi, and there you will learn and be given the grace to imitate His humility and detachment. Or as you approach the railing, you can contemplate our Lord sweating blood in the Garden of Olives, and then you will get the grace from this Holy Communion to suffer well in complete submission to God's holy will. Or you can go to the rail contemplating our Lord as he is in today's last gospel, the physician curing the son, the sick son of a man. And this will bring a great confidence in God's power that by one single word uttered from his sacred lips, anything can be accomplished. When we use this method, Christ lives his mysteries of his life over again in us. This contemplation is the life of Christ being instilled, being implanted in ours, and so transforming our lives. We become other Christs in that sense, and it brings us to imitate all the virtues of his life. Marmion, Abbot Marmion says, Truly, the Holy Eucharist is the heavenly bread containing the sweetness of every mystery of our Lord's life and giving to each communicant whatever he likes according to his taste. Now, to those who believe, all of this, those last efforts of the man who pulled himself out of the pile of dead bodies to receive communion, those last efforts are not silly. They are rather the actions of a man whose soul is filled to overflowing with faith in the power of the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. And it showed that faithful soul's desire to receive our Lord at all cost. I end with a quote of blessed Peter Julian Amard. When we work hard, we must eat well. What a joy that you can receive Holy Communion often 
It is our life and support in this life. Receive Jesus, and Jesus will change you into himself. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.